0: Uh, good morning. We're in the F N Gimel I'm at Aleph, where We're gonna start from Beis, of Advais at the Mishnah, which is one, two, three, four lines from the bottom. We learned uh Khamar the donkey can go out uh, with the saddle blanket on it, so long as it's tied onto it. Um Zukharim Yatim we're going to see that males can go out. Levuvim, we're going to learn later, means that they go out somehow, we, they go out. We'll see different possibilities. They've got Levuvim, Recheles, Yosef, Shechuzos. The female uh, sheeps can go out, up um, uh, we'll see, uh, and Kavulos, and they can go out, uh, they can go at Tide, uh, Ukavunos, as we'll see, and they can go out also um, when they're covered we'll see all the different things we're going to learn about all these things later the goats can go out uh uh with a uh pouch under their udders uh, rabbi yossi omer he says he says says all these things that we said are they're all lost so he considers all these things to be a burden, and not part, not for the sake of the animal. The only things he holds that the, the female sheep, so they see that they go out uh, with their with their wool covered. That's protectable. That he considers to be like a garment. Rabbi He says he says that the goats can go out with their udders covered, depending. Li if it's in order to dry up the milk, you want to dry the milk so they'll get pregnant, or so they'll eat more, he said, that's okay. But not for the sake of catching uh, the milk. And why is that? Because when you, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you put the patch on them, when you bind them up, when you, when you, when you bind up their udders tightly to get rid of the, to get rid of the uh, milk, it's not going to fall off. But when you do it in order to catch the milk, there it's going to fall off, and the person will end up carrying it. Okay, we're going to see later. We actually say it differently. Amr Shmuel. We learned when we said that the that the when we said that the uh, donkey can go out with the uh, with the saddle blanket on it. So Amr Shmuel, I hope I said it correctly before. Amr Shmuel, Shmuel. says the following: it says It has to be that it was tied on, uh, that it was tied on before Shabbos. Because when it was tied on before Shabbos, it shows me that it was really, uh, it was really a garment. This animal really needs it to be to be kept warm. But if not, if it was only. If it wasn't before Shabbos. Then not. Amrav Nachman says I can also prove it from the Mishnah that what that it's specifically when it was tied on before Shabbos. Why did Because we learned later on. We learn that the chamra cannot go out. Uh, with the with the saddle blanket when it's not tied onto it, so then we have to relearn later. So the says, "Listen, hey what are you talking about?" He says, Ela If you're saying that that the, that the saddle blanket is not tied on, I don't need a mission later to tell me it can't go out. It's obviously you can't go out without it tied on. maybe it's going to fall down. The you a person will carry it four amas. Okay, Ella So it has to be what when it says later that when it's not tied, it can't go out. it must be that it wasn't tied up. Before Shabbos. Okay, mechla, which the implication being the ratio of that in our Mishnah at the beginning, when it says Keshulah Meir Shabbos, when it says that it's tied on, means that it was tied on from before Shabbos, and it was clearly demonstrated that this is a garment for the animal. Shmamina, you know, yep, that's a good proof. Tanya Namihachi, we learned similar to this. Hamar yitzem, or was a bunch Shabbos. We learned explicitly in Brisa that the donkey can go out with a saddle blanket. When it's tied on before Shabbos. But but it can't go out with the saddle, Af of can't go out with the saddle, even though the saddle was tied on from before Shabbos. We're gonna discuss this at length. He says, no, even a saddle was tied on before Shabbos, it also maybe it doesn't keep the animal as warm, but it also has value okay, But you have to. Be, but the only thing is, it can only go out of the saddle on these conditions that you don't tie. Firstly, there's you don't tie the. Uh, the saddle down with the strap that goes around its neck, and also you don't tie it down with the strap that goes. Also, that you don't that you don't loop back this strap that goes under its tail. Why? Because those straps, the straps that that connect the saddle to the neck or connect the saddle to the tail. What's the purpose? That when you put a burden onto the saddle, so when it's let's say when it's when it's going up a hill, so the neck one is stopping the saddle from falling backwards. When you're going down a hill, the tail one is is stopping the saddle from shifting forward, so it's clear that you're doing it there for the sake of a burden. Okay, so we, we, so all these things we say, Okay, forget about the problem of carrying. We discussed carrying. Is it is a carrying problem? It's not a carrying problem. Okay, but I want to ask you this question. Am I allowed to just take a, a, a saddle blanket and put it on the donkey uh, on Shabbos in order, to, in order to warm it up? Amrle said to Amrle to him, "It's mutter." He says, "It's mutter." So Amrle, so Rabba then said to him, "Okay, if you tell me it's mutter, what's the difference between this?" And a saddle, because we learned clearly that you can't put a saddle on the animal before Shabbos. Ishtik, so at that point bar Baashi was quiet. Now the fact that he was quiet, so of Asi Ba thought, oh you know why he's being quiet, because he holds there is no difference. He holds the same way you can put a blanket on, you can put a saddle on, so he's gonna attack him. We say, listen, don't tell me that there's no difference. There's a difference, and I want to know what the difference is. Acbe, he brought him a, he brought him a kasha, he said, You want to tell me what the the same way you told me you can put a, a saddle blanket on, you can also put you can also put the saddle on? He says, I'll, I, "I'll show you that you can't." We learn clearly: the saddle that's on a donkey, you're not allowed to take it off by hand. You know, even even though the animal's hot, you're not allowed to take it off by hand. This thing, this thing is too is is trouble that you shouldn't be taking. Okay, what you can do is you can walk the animal around the courtyard until the saddle falls off. Who knows may love and it falls by itself? Now that you said what you can't take the saddle off. Okay, you can't take. It all the more so to put it on because what? Because because when you take it off, at least you help the animal to cool down. When you're gonna put it on, what are you gonna do with that? It just looks like you just looks like you're about to burden to load the animal with a load. So if you can't take it off. You certainly can't put it on. Rabbi Zayra So Rabbi said to Rabbi Ashi. he said, "Stop it." He says, <laughs> "He says let Rabbi Bashi alone." Why do you ask me this kasha? or how come he said he can put the blanket on, and yet you can't put the saddle? You can't take the saddle off. Of you can't put it on. Karabi really, he holds like his rabbi, like Rob. It's not his problem. It's his, it's his rabbi's problem for what he said. He has to answer the kasha. I'm We said the name. Rav told me. You're allowed to put the feed basket hanging around the neck of the animal, so the animal does it to bend down to eat. It can just eat right out of the basket hanging around its neck you're allowed to put the feed basket on the animals around the animal's neck and certainly you can put the blanket on the on the on the animal okay and why is that what's what why do you what is certainly why is that if it, just for the sake of giving the animal a little pleasure that it doesn't have to put its neck down to eat sure you're allowed to you're allowed to hang the basket around its neck here when it comes to putting a blanket on because the animal is cold all the more so you should be allowed to you should be allowed to do it. So that's what Rav said. Rav said, you're allowed to put a blanket onto a donkey. Shmuel, and Ma, Shmuel agreed partially, but not. He says, Mar he says, yeah, you're allowed to put the blanket onto the donkey, okay, because why? Because since it's since it's going to be cold, that's not considered, okay, that's not, that's not a, uh, that's a, that's a normal thing. Traskal, but when it comes to a traskal, which is uh, to put the basket on it, uh, uh, that is like a bird, you're not allowed to, that, that, or pardon me, that's, that's too much trouble, and you're not allowed to put it on. Also, by Yosef from the said, the Rav, Kameh the Shmuel. by Yosef went and told what Rav said to Shmuel, i.e., that, not, that, that you, not only can you put the blanket on, you can also put the basket on. So he said in front of Shmuel, Amar Lehi. So Shmuel said to him, If this is what Abba, a very endearing word, Father, he said, This is what his colleague Rav, Rav said, which he said endearingly, He knows nothing about Shabbos at all. He knows nothing. Kisolik Rabi Zaira was there, went up to Air C Israel. He an interesting thing happened. Ashrikhari Rabbi bin Yambayafas the Yasubik Hamalay Mishmaid the Rabbi Yochan and heard them sing over the Rabbi Yochonan. No slima Dasa Gabi Kam Rabbi Shabbos. You're allowed to put the saddle blanket on the animal on Shabbos. Amal Isha says, Well, very good, good job. Well done. And so did the king, and in name the referring to Shmuel, saying Bobo. Shmuel also said you're allowed to, you're allowed to put the saddle blanket on. Ariech who's Ayich, Who's the one that they called the king? Shmuel. That's that's Shmuel. I go and says, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Said, it wasn't only Shmuel who said you could put the saddle blanket on. B'ha, na, b'ha Rab nami Amra. Rab also said it. They both agreed the saddle blanket you're allowed to put on. the Here's what happened. Yeah, you make a mistake. What he actually heard was him saying the whole sentence, not just the one part that what that they said you could put the saddle blanket on. Being told in Traskel and you can't put and you can't put the basket on Shabbos. Who does that match? So he said, said to Yishar, good job. So did the great king, so did the king I was called Ayach, so did he say Baba. What that you can put the that you can put the blanket on but you can't put the feed bag on. Now why is that? Because Shmuel holds to take away trouble, you're allowed to do it. But, but but you can't do an act that's only there to give pleasure to the animal. Rabble know that not only not only to take away the pain of being cold, even to give the animal the pleasure of not having to look down, of having to bend down, you're allowed to put the basket on on Shabbos. And why was Shmuel called Aryeh? Some people say because he was the, he was the master of monetary law. So he ruled him like a king. He would be judging everybody on their monetary disputes. Okay, says the Gemara, the al mi'amadas mutar. Up until now, we said for sure that you're allowed to put the you're allowed to put the uh, blanket on. ukop. So what is the difference between the blanket and the saddle? Why should the Why should you be able to put the blanket on and you can't put the saddle and you you can't take the saddle off? Okay, uh, and you have to walk it around till it falls off. What's the difference? Why is the saddle different than a blanket? Shani also says it's different. There, why? The f the Why? Because it's the saddle. It's not necessary. It's, it's it, 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 it it There's no reason for the rabbis to allow us to do it. It's too much trouble. The saddle can fall off by itself. So there's no need for the rabbis to allow us to take the saddle off to cool down the animal. No, the papa says that's not the reason. It's not because of how much trouble it is. He says kan lehamama. He says here. He says he says the reason why you're allowed to put the saddle blanket on the animal is to cool it off because the, remember with donkeys we're going to see are always they're always. Uh it probably can this to heat it, because the animal because donkeys are always cold. Kan up, but here to take the saddle off, you're taking it off to cool down the animal. And therefore what the when it comes to, to to heating it up, the animal's in pain. The animal the donkeys are always cold and they always need to be warmed up. Let's but just to cool it off when it's hot because it has a saddle on it, that's not a pain for it and therefore you're not allowed to do it. But that's what people say. Khamra that's what Thomas say that a that a, uh, a donkey even in the month of Thomas even when it's hot career law it's cold so it's always it's always taking away pain to warm up to warm up the uh, donkey okay now the tomorrow wants to ask this Kasha Macy Bay okay uh, According to Shmuel and according to Rabbi Yochanan, who said that you can only put the you can put you, you can't put the basket around the neck you can't you can't do that to give pleasure you can only put on the saddle blanket to take away the pain Did, how can we learn we learn that a horse can't go out with a fox tail on it it's a way of taking away an iron horror but and not with a red uh, a red strand that's between its eyes, that was a decoration, because it's not considered a, uh, it's not considered a necessary decoration. Later at Azab and Azab, a person who's having the disease of emissions that's described in the Torah, can't go out with the pouch around his Aver. Now, what is the reason, why does he want to put the pouch around his aver? Uh, because Azab has different laws. If he sees one or two sightings of this diseased emission uh, in, in the, in, over two days, then it becomes tummy for seven days. If he sees three emissions over three days, that not only does he tummy for seven days, but he also has to bring uh, a pair of birds as a sacrifice. So therefore, he has to, therefore he's, he's wearing this pouch in order to be able to count his emissions, but otherwise it's not a garment that's not doing anything for him, according to that. We also learn that the goats can't go out with the pouch around their udders. And also, the cow can't go out with a with a muzzle around its mouth. They would muzzle the cow so that it wouldn't graze in other people's fields. And also, the young uh, the the uh, young horses can't go out with the with the baskets on their mouth. They can't also, that's going to be considered. So you see, the feed the feed the feed basket is going to be considered a burden. Nor can the nor can the cow go out. With a shoe that's on its foot. Now it's not like a horseshoe that's nailed on. It's a shoe. It's a metal shoe that they would put on the animal to protect it. And we're afraid it's going to. Obviously, the problem is we're afraid it's going to fall off. Below, but nor can nor can it go out with the the animal can't go out with a with an amulet that heals that that would heal it. Even though even though it's already been a tested amulet and it's already it's already been shown. That three times it, it it healed, he still can't. The animal still can't go out. And this is a way that the law of an animal is more stringent by carrying than the law of a human being, because we learn later that a human being can go out with an amulet once it's been tested, once it's healed three times. The human being can go out, and here we see that even though a human being can go out with an expert amulet, that with a tested amulet, after a, a, the the animal cannot. But the animal can't go out with a bandage that's on the that's on an injury. Or with splints that are there, that are there, surrounding a broken bone. Or with, or with a placenta that's uh, hanging partway out. It's still considered part of the animal. A pokekin, And furthermore, more things that you're allowed to do if it has a bell around its neck. A poking law. law. As a you can stuff up. As a poking If it has a bell around its neck, you can stuff the bell up with the rags. Uh, uh, you know, or with 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 a flower, with a wool, whatever it is, to stop it from ringing. So if it has a bell around its neck, you can stuff it up so it won't ring. So you can let the animal walk around with the animal around the courtyard. Okay, not not in the not in the public domain because then it's, it looks like you're taking it to the fair. They would always put they would put a bell on the animal to make it look good. So it looks like you're taking it to sell it. But in the private domain, as long as you're not letting it ring you're allowed to let the animal walk around with the bell. We learned it, but look at it. After all events, we learned what? We learned clearly that these young horses... Are not allowed to go into the Shusarabim with these feed uh, baskets around their neck. I, what's the inference though? It said, remember, they can't go into the public domain. The Shusarabim moved the low. The whole problem was that they can't go into the Shusarabim. But you see that what? But in the private courtyard, where it's not a problem of carrying the public domain, there was no problem of of, of putting the feed basket on them on Shabbos. Isn't it talking about young grown horses? And the whole reason you put it on. Was for pleasure, and this would support Rav and be a kasha to Shmuel, who said that you, can't, that you can't take the trouble to put something on the animal just for pleasure, only to take away pain. Mess is low. Biktani, no, it's talking about not only the young horses, they're really young. They're baby horses. Why? I mean, it's to take away pain. Why is that? Well, because a newborn horse, if you look, they're, they're spindly, they have, they have long legs and, and short necks. And they have to, to bend down, to, to eat the food is very difficult, it's painful for them. And therefore, for a young, for, whereas for a grown animal, when you put the feed basket on, it's just giving it pleasure so it doesn't have to bend down. But for a, a baby horse that has pain from having to reach down, hanging the basket on it is what is not to give it pleasure, it's to take away the pain of having to bend down, and it's okay, and therefore, it's, therefore this does not contradict Shmuel's principle. The economy, and you can also see that it's true, that it's talking about a very young horse, a baby horse, dictone, that where it's, where it's taking away pain and not giving pleasure, dictone, because it's learned in apposition, the chamea, it's learned in apposition with the amulet, and therefore what? Just like the amulet is there to take away illness, to take away pain, also the basket hanging around the neck of the horse is there to take away pain. It must be it's a baby horse, that it's painful for the baby horse to eat, uh, eat uh, uh, leaning down, and it takes away the pain by putting the basket on it. Shmami no. And therefore, and therefore, we hear also that these baskets are indeed. where that proves that the baskets are for taking away pain and not for giving pleasure. And that answers the kasha to Shmuel. So we can say you know, the things that thing you're not allowed to take the trouble to do things to put the, to put things that take away pay, that that give pleasure to the animal only to do things to take away pain, like Shemul said. Ha we learned in the Baisa, uh, we said you can't go out, the animal can't go out with the amulet off a of Bishu Mumcha, even though it's an expert amulet. What do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. Didn't we learn later on? We learned later on that a person can't go out with an amulet that's not expert, that wasn't proven. But you see that a human being is allowed to go out. Anytime the amulet's been proven to be effective. a human being is allowed to go out, and it's not considered... A, it's not considered a burden, That's not considered carrying, Consider, it's considered a protective uh, protective item like his clothes. Okay, so you have to say, you're right, you have to say here that when the Bryce has said that the animal can't go, can't go out with an I mean there must be one that wasn't, that wasn't tested, it wasn't shown to be expert. So what are you talking about? He says it explicitly, even though it's expert, and you still can't go out. What are you talking about? The answer no. You're making a mistake. It's really not expert for animals. Mumchal adam. It's expert for a person. It's, it, it was it was proven three times to work for human beings. Okay, but it wasn't. Okay, But it wasn't proven for an animal. So therefore, even though what? So even though what he said. He, he, he said when it said. He said even though on the one hand what. So you're right. Had it been had it been expert for an animal, it would be able to go out. Had it been proven for an animal, it was proven for man. It wasn't proven for animals. And even though it was proven for men, we don't consider it to be expert for an animals. So now the rule is the same: both man and animal. Any place where the amulet is, is expert, it's not considered a burden, and you're allowed to and, and it can go out. The man can go out with it, or the animal can go out with it into the public domain. The says, "Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. You really want to tell me there's something that's expert for a person is not expert?" For an animal, you want to tell why? Why, why here? Once you, once you, especially and especially if it, if you if you're talking about the person who made it, you see this person knows what they're doing. Three times they healed somebody. So he wants to see, once it's in, there's a difference. There's a difference between something that works for a human and works for an animal. Things that work for a human don't necessarily work for an animal. Why? He says, he says, Adam them Mazla. A man has mazel. Now, what's mazel? According to Rashi, here mazel means an angel. As an angel, it helps him. Masayel So therefore, so therefore, therefore, the the amulet is able to help him. Okay, or the man always has, in addition to the amulet, he has an angel that's helping him. Behemoth, the Leslie but an animal doesn't have an angel or Masayala, Maybe maybe it's not going to help the animal. So the man has an advantage. There's also there's a there's another uh, Rashi learns in a Baba Kama a little differently. There's also another possibility. The man has intelligence, and the animal doesn't have intelligence. But uh, that also makes a difference according to the Erie because because the because the man because he, he his own. Uh, belief in the amulet also helps the amulet work, which is not true by the animal. In any case, even something that's expert for a man, is not an expert for an amulet. We have to find, in order for an animal to go out with an amulet, it has to be an amulet that's found to be expert for a man. So he says that it's not expert, even an amulet that was expert for a person and not expert uh, for an animal, the animal's not allowed to go out. Marius says, one second, if that's true, now that you told me what, that it's not, that really, that it's not expert. Uh, and and but but had it been expert for an animal, the animal would be able to go out. if that's true. My So then, why did why did the Rises say that this is a stringency that's greater by an animal than by a man? It's no more stringent. They're exactly the same. By a man, an expert amulet he can go out, a non-expert he can't. By an animal, an animal, a, 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 an amulet that is expert for an animal he can go out, an amulet that's not expert for an animal he can't go out. There's nothing more severe about the law of an animal than a man. Where says no, You're making a mistake. That principle that we mistakenly up till that thought was saying what? When it came to an amulet, the rule of, a, of an animal is more stringent than a man. That's not what it's talking about. You think it's talking about a kameha? No. It's, it's not a sandoka. It's talking about the rule of a shoe. A human being's allowed to go out with a shoe. We don't say, oh, maybe it's going to fall off and he's going to carry it for Amos. Whereas an animal, if it has just a metal shoe on the, on, the, on the foot of the animal, we're afraid it's going to fall off and the person will carry it for Amos in the public domain one second, Toshma, we learn. I want to bring you a proof uh, that you're not allowed to um, that you're not allowed to put a a, um, a a saddle blanket on the donkey on Shabbos. We learn sa'ach in a mafarshikin. Okay, la You're you're allowed to put oil on a person. And you're allowed to scrape a uh, a, a, a scab on a, on a person. And you cannot and you cannot put oil and you cannot uh, scrape the scab on an animal. Isn't it talking about what, where there's an injury there and you need to treat it and we and it's for and it's to take away pain. And therefore, what? And therefore, by human being they allowed it, but but for an animal they didn't allow us it. even to take away pain. You're not allowed to take the trouble to do these things for an animal. Well, I says that kasha to everybody, kasha to Rab, Shmuel to Yohan, to everybody, everybody held you could do things to take away pain. Where says love no. the Goma Maka, it's talking about a case where there's no Maka there anymore, and we shum tannik. and it's only because of pleasure. So since what it's now is only putting the oil for pleasure or scraping uh, whatever it is just for just for pleasure. Okay, that you can do for a human being and you cannot do for an animal. Now one second, isn't that a, one second that that we answered very nicely. We answer very nicely that you're allowed to do things for what well, they allowed to do things for pain. But clearly we're learning that you can't do things for pleasure. kasha to The answer is Rashi says here, and also before, also we came to the saddle, the same rule. We have a rule, the there's a braissa against Rab. But we remember we have a famous rule, Rav Tana, who palik Rab has the has the status of a tana. He can disagree with what's written in a brisa. Tosh i again gonna bring you another another Raya that you're not allowed to put a saddle a saddle blanket on the on the donkey, behama Shach Saddam. An animal that's sick because it has too much blood, an overabundance of blood. We're not allowed to put it in the water to cool it off. But if a person an overabundance of blood, you're allowed to put him in the water in order for him to, for him to cool off. So you see that what even to take away pain, you're not allowed to take trouble for an animal. Um, uh, 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 says, yeah, it says, Says uh, says, "That's a different reason." Even though we all said above that you're allowed to do take pains to take away pain from an animal on Shabbos, but it's different over here. You actually once you're actually inv- being involved in in in. A medicine in healing, that's a problem. Why? Because medicine is forbidden, medicine, since we're afraid that when a person would, would actually make medicine, they grind things to make the medicine, to make a physical medicine. And therefore, and that's an isodaris. So, so the rabbis forbade all medicine or uh, simply they forbade medicine on Shabbos, lest I come to make medicines and grind on Shabbos. So over here, the reason why the reason why you're not allowed to <clears throat> you're not allowed to treat the animals, not because you can't take trouble to take away pain. You can, but, but but to do medicine Medicine, that's forbidden. The man says, what's so the day if we answer the Kash? The Mr. says, second. If the reason why you can't do it because you're not allowed to do medicine on Shabbos, Adam Nami, then if that's true, and you talk about a case here where the putting the oil and the scraping is done for where, where, because there's an injury and it's pain, then also for a person it should be forbidden. That's also medicine for a person. How can you allow it for a person you didn't allow it for an animal? The man says, no, I'll tell you why, because that decree of not doing medicine on Shabbos, whenever you do a normal thing on Shabbos that could be, that could be construed as, not as medicine, you're allowed to do it for a person. Adam Nira can make our a person, when you put them in the cold water, it looks like you're just cooling off, that's not a problem, you don't see us doing medicine, so there, so long as it's not blatant medicine, and you don't see that it's a medicinal act, so the rabbis didn't forbid it, you're not actually, saying thank God you're not exactly, you're not truly grinding you're not grinding uh, materials to make to make a medicine, so therefore, even though they said you can't do medicine, that's when it's blatantly medicine lest you'll come to grind, but over here where, where, where anybody could construe it as just cooling off, it's fine he says, if that's true so the same thing, same thing for the animal even though what, you, even though it's, you're really doing it for medicinal purposes, we'll be, let people say, "I'm oh, just cooling the animal off." The answer is now near are Also, the animal looks like it's cooling off. says, it's not true. You don't. It's not normal to be cooling off animals. That's not what we do. says, "Furthermore, the one second. But I have to ask you a question. When it comes to an animal, which is a monetary object, when you can lose money. Did the rabbis really say that you're not allowed to do this lest you do that? I'll show you that 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 Zayras, where the rabbis say you can't do this lest you come to do that. I'll show you that when it comes to a loss of money for your animal, the rabbis don't say don't do this lest you come to do that. You know there's a rule that a person can't walk out of the place once he's beyond his dwelling place. On Shabbos, he can't walk 2,000 amas Further than his dwelling place, wherever he is, when Shabbos comes in, he has two thousand amos all around, and no further. Obviously, in the city, the whole city is one place, but that's not the point. Also, a person's animal is a person's animal. Also, is limited to his tomb of the whatever his two thousand amos is. Now, what happens? We have a famous case. Where a person gave his animal to a shepherd before Shabbat, the shepherd was in a different place. So the animal's two thousand is defined differently than this person's two thousand. So now I'm going to show you from a case about about calling an animal and having to do with the, with the prohibition of going more going outside of two thousand amos. I'm going to show you that we don't make a decree stopping a person from doing something unless they do something else when it comes to saving their money, their animal. Well, how tanya didn't we learn? I saw a menace If his animal was standing outside of the trum, outside of the two thousand Amos, where once you're outside the two thousand, you're only allowed to go four amas and no more. Kori He The owner is allowed to call the animal and let her come. we make a decree. We don't say druki oh, he can't call it lest he'll go and he'll and he'll bring it uh, from outside of the from outside of the uh, outside of the uh, two thousand amas. So you see that what that they don't make a decree of calling lest he bring even the wife when it comes to saving his money. She'll say the same thing over here. We don't make a decree of not doing medicine unless we come to grime when it comes to saving his animal. Um, Ravina Ravina said, no, he says, you make a mistake. Over, really, the truth is, we do make decrees. You don't do this, lest they come to do that. Over there, the reason why he was allowed to call it Am um, Ravina is because of this, because it was a special case. The truth is that even though the animal was outside of its two thousand uh uh limitation because of the shepherd it was inside of that of the owner's uh 2000 and therefore uh, uh, and therefore and therefore what there was really no problem of him calling it what's the problem it's it's in his it's in his domain it's not really a problem but he's not responsible for the 2000 uh, domain of the animal at that point uh, that was made differently Rav Nachman says that the whole the whole idea of not doing medicine on Shabbos, uh, unless you come to grind itself, is an argument of Tanaim. The Tanaim, because we learned, Let's say an animal ate kashina, a certain vegetable, and it gave it, it gave it a stomach problem. And uh, and uh, okay. He says you're not allowed to you're not allowed to um, to run it around the courtyard in order to loosen up its bowels. So it will. Uh, so it will. Uh, it will go to the bathroom. Yoshe says you're allowed to. Why? Because he doesn't hold that medicine is forbidden unless we come to grind. Tashraba and Rava said He said the the is like a that we don't make this decree. Amar Mar, we learned in the B'raisa, before Leitzitzah B'kishulah, we said that the, the zab, the person who's having the, the disease of emissions, is not allowed to go out with the pouch around his genitals. And we said also, the goats can't go out with the bag around their udders. And I says, one second, what are you talking about? When you, you tell me goats goat can't go out with the bag around its udders, didn't we learn, didn't we learn in another Braissa that the goats can go out with the bag around their udders? I'm um, having a little cautious where you just said, Look, it's not a difficulty. The two braces can be reconciled. The one brace that says that, that the goats can go out with the bag around their, around the udders is where it's tied on tightly. And we're not afraid it's going to fall if you're going to carry it. Oh, and the one that said it's forbidden, the where it's not tied untightly, so we're afraid it's going to fall off, and the person will carry it for amas. Rabbi Yosef said, "What are you doing?" He says, tanai shala, salai, uh, uh, Did you did you take all of the various tanaim tanaik rabbis out of this world uh, uh, so that you can't you don't have enough available opinions to say that one brisa is one opinion and one brisa is another opinion? I'll show you this. There's, a, there's a bunch of Tanaik opinions, and one price is one time, and one price is another time. Not like you said; they're both one time. It's a question of it's fastened well or not fastened well. They're different tannaim. The tanaim, remember we learned in our Mishnah. We said that the, we said that the goats can go out with the with with their with their tied up completely. That's the Tanakhama. will assume as our Mayor. Reiyosi says says all the cases of the Mishnah are considered a burden except for when they, we're going to see that when something is. Tied on to the to the uh, female sheep's. So he, he says he therefore he says forbidden for the goats to go out with their udders tied up. don't marry, he says it depends. Okay, Liabe she says the, the goats can go out with their udders tied up when you're tying them up in order to take away the milk to, to dry the milk up. But you're not allowed to do it when they're coming when when you did it for the purpose of what of of collecting the milk. Okay, and Rashi Yer says because the problem is collecting the milk makes it a, makes it a burden, and to and to uh, dry up the milk is considered uh, something to protect it because that's going to help the animal. So now, so so I can tell you what. So now, so I understand what your problem is. So I can answer you what that the Baiser that said that you can go out with the with the, that you can go out um, with them tied up. That's Rabbi right. Meir. That's the Tanakama. The Baiser said you can't go out with them tied up. That's Rabbi right. yossi, No problem. Who said you're not allowed to? The might contain another possibility that what the ha! Rabbi Yehuda, I said both are the third opinion. These two prices are Rabbi Yehuda. Lokasha, Khan, the brisa that said the the brace that said you're allowed to go out, tied up. if you're coming to dry up the milk. Okay, because 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 the milk's going to dry up, and it's not considered a uh, yeah, it's not con- a, 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 either, either. I told you either because it's considered because it's drying up is for the animal, or because it's not going to fall off. We have we have two different Rashi's and Khan and the other place. I'm sorry, maybe it wasn't maybe I wasn't. Uh, clear uh, one way is to say like what, 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 what the way we say over here is because it, because when you put it to dry up that is for the sake of the animal when you, okay, and konli cholab. And here you're talking about when, when it's to collect the milk. Since it's to collect the milk, that's considered a burden, and it's carrying. That's what Rashi says over here. Before we learned, there was a question of whether it was tied strongly or not. But we're going to say this way now because this makes it distinct from the first answer that spoke about being tied tightly or not being tied tightly. If I wasn't clear, <laughs> think it over. But anyway, so we hear the point is that we here, we could say that we could say that the two brises. So we gave three answers. Either the two braces are depending on whether it's tied tightly or not. When it's tied tightly, we're not afraid gonna, it's going to fall gonna carry it. And the Bryce said you can't is where it's tied loosely where it's gonna fall off you're gonna carry it. The second answer is what? That we have two different opinions. The opinion the that the Bryce said that they can go out with their others tied up is Rabbi Meir of our Mishnah, the Tanakama, and the Bryce that said you can't is Rabbi Yossi of our of our Mishnah. And the second way is the third way is that the, the two Bryce are both Yehuda. and since Rabbi Huda differentiated between when it's tied up to stop the milk or whether it's tied up to collect the milk, in this case, we'll say simply that when it's tied up to stop the milk, that's in order to help the animal get pregnant or to eat more. That's for the sake of the animal. It's not a burden. But where it's tied on to collect the milk, that's simply a burden. It's not for the sake of the animal. And therefore, you're not allowed to put it on because it, that's going to be carrying for the animal. Tanya, we learned over Yehuda, Ma'isib, Yizim, that wants <laughs> to talk about others. based on the Adem gasim? There were these goats goats, and based out the Atiyochus that had very gigantic, very large udders and and they would be they would be they would drag on the thorns to be torn up. We also They made bags for them in order that their utter should not be, uh, should not be uh, cut up. We learned once we're talking about these things. A certain man, Rachmanis, his wife died. And she left him a child that needed to be nursed. He didn't have the money to hire a nursemaid. A miracle happened to him and his breasts themselves opened up of the man like two breasts of a woman and he himself nursed his son. Rabbi said Well, look how great this person is that such an incredible miracle happened to him and Hashem made it so that he could Hashem made it so that he could nurse his baby. uh alayabai, Abai says, and what are you talking about? Adarab, on the contrary. how not worthy is this person, that what? That, that, that rather than Hashem giving him money and supporting him, Hashem changed the, the order of, of Genesis, the order of creation. Our Rabbi Huda bore. Rabbi Huda said, "Yeah, come and see. It's really true. Come and kashmiz on us all them. You see how hard it is. What a big thing it is for a person to make money. Shneistonol afsidir beisus that Hashem rather than rather than uh, than than giving him." Uh, more, more income. Hakadosh Baruch Hu changed the nature of the world to allow him to n- n- nurture the child. You see what a big deal it is to give a person parnasa. or Nachman Another way you see also how what a big deal it is to give a person parnasa. The on it. We see a lot of times a miracle will happen that'll save a person's life, and it's very rare that we see a miracle. For example, where the where the grain in the storehouse just suddenly multiplies. The, the the parnasa miracles for parnasa are much more rare than miracles for saving life. So we see what a what a difficult thing it is. Whatever it is, in the way Hashem made the world, getting parnasa to a person is a very, very big deal. Rabbanan, we learned also another a, a similar kind of story of a woman who died. There was once a certain man who married a woman, she had no hand, the hand was missing. Her hand was cut off. And this person didn't recognize the fact that she was missing a hand until the day she died. He said, Wow, look at what, how modest that woman is. She was so modest, that the husband, until the day she died, never, never, never recognized that she was missing And She must have been a very modest woman. What do you mean? What do you mean? She's so modest. That's normal for her. Women in general are modest, and also she had something negative to hide. That's not an outstanding modesty. How modest was the man, that he didn't recognize that his wife was missing And He's incredibly modest. We learned furthermore, we said that the males can go out when they are levuvim, the word levuvim is a funny word. What is it? What is it that they're allowed to go out? Okay, says my levuvim. Uh, what does it mean? Uh, uh, what does it mean they can go out? tutari. It means that they are that they are attached together, they're strapped together, they go, toy means in pairs, they're strapped together. they would put them in in, uh, in pairs so they shouldn't run away. So they're allowed to go out their way, that's protecting the animal. How do we know the word levuve means to bring people close? Because we learn from the Pesach, because it says, what, you, you brought me close my sister, uh, my sister brides. So you see, it's a language of coming close. He says, he, says, he, says, he says, that's not the case, it's not talking about, levuve doesn't mean that they go out strapped in pairs, but rather what it's referring—it's referring. It's, referring course, can make a it's like a bulletproof vest. They would—they would strap a a leather shield on their chest. Why could they show you names so that the so that the wolves will not attack them. It'll protect them. Gamar says one second. is hard like was lovely. What do you mean how come you're only protecting the males? And I say if the wolves attack males, they don't attack me. Females, you only that you only protect the males? No, No, I'll tell you why, because the males go in the front of the whole herd. That's where the that's where the wolves attack them and not the women. what are you talking about? Wolves only attack the front of the, the front of the herd and not the not the back of the herd? No, the No, the reason why I have to protect the males is because they're fatter. Gamar says, get out of here. When came like a what do you mean? And the, and the females are not fat, there's no fat. Ones, but two and anyway and anyway uh, uh, anyway do the wolves really differentiate between the males and the females what are you talking about the reason why they had to put a special shield on the males because the way the males walk they lift their nose up and they and they and they and they walk while they're looking around. And that, that is a, that's the thing that incites the wolves to attack them. Somehow the way they carry themselves provokes the wolves, and so therefore we had to put this special shield on them. That's the second explanation of Lavuvin. Here's the third explanation of Levuvin. What does that mean? Or so Tachas and Yalu It's a it's a leather that they would tie under the genitals of the male in order to stop them. From get from from cohabiting with the females. There's times you don't want the females to get pregnant. I want to you want you want them to, want them to uh, take care of their babies, and to, to nurse their babies, not to get pregnant in that season. I I'm mean my how do you know that that's what that that's what it means? Okay, I me mean, the tiny safer because since I learned later in the Mishnah Rech and the Shechuzos, we said that the female ones are allowed to go out Shechuzos. now held up. What does that mean? Oh, my so what are Shechuzos held up? Shahzina Allah is It means that they tie they they them up in such a way that the fat tail is lifted up so that their so that their sexual organ is is uh, is recognized? So they lift up the tails, so the males will be attracted. So therefore, what? So the males are tied in the in the in the, in the, in the leathers tied on them, in the ratio so they shouldn't come upon the women. But safer in the later part, we tie up the tails of the women. So that, the, so, that the, so that the males will cooperate with them. So you see, that it's all one point. The point is that that certain certain times we do things to stop the males, and certain we do t- things to attract them. Myma, the Hai listener to the How word is held as a language of, of revealing, revealing the sexual organ. as it's written behold a woman comes to greet him zona. It means what it, it, it means and it means really what? The, the, the sexual organ of a prostitute when it's a slave and a, uh, all surrounded with bad, bad thoughts. but we see it's a language of uncovering the sexual organ. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Oh my goodness.